Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host, Mel Alva. And here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. We're talking with Sean LaPointe, owner of Mr. Electric of Phoenix Metro. Learn how summer can play havoc on your home's electrical system and keep you and your family incident-free and cool this summer. Also joining us today is Matt Walton, owner of Contain Your Pools. Matt will share with us how to stay cool with a fabulous sustainable pool for your backyard. You don't want to miss this. All that and more this week on Boxcar Universe, your home for container sustainable lifestyle living. Mel and I are here. We're trying to stay cool. And Mel, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? You know, it's just uh, it's going to be where we've we've broken the plateau of 100. It's just unbelievable. Now that we are in to uh, actually summertime right now, so. We're uh, we're hitting those uh, those high digits again, which you know we we all knew were coming, and and we've all had to grow accustomed to it's it's our severe like uh, northeast winter, <laughs> you know, with too much snow, we have too much heat. But uh, it's 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 amazing, you know. And I've heard some things on the news the last couple of days. You know, one of the other uh, places to get hit are are getting hit with a lot of heat is texas oh wow yeah texas is getting um you know blasted with heat more so uh than you know than their usual and they're they're hitting the different cities are hitting hitting records you know and i'm i'm sure that we'll be hearing you know similar stories from back east from our neck old neck home neck of the woods back back in new york and boston when yeah. uh, especially there with the humidity um people are just like they just, you know, are just it, it overtakes them, and it's and it's tough on the elderly too. I remember a lot a lot of years you hear when I was living back there that uh, the news were talking about the elderly are really susceptible to, you know, high heat because uh, they are living in older homes. Maybe their uh, their air conditioning is not you know up to speed. Who knows? A lot of those older homes may just have window units. Still, you know, it's hard to believe that there are homes out there with just window units, but I'm sure there are back in uh, older neighborhoods back in Boston and New York. So um, it's a trying time for, you know, the, uh, you know, on the on the grid in the, in the city that you're living in and also on your home. And we'd like to bring into the conversation our expert when it comes to uh Electric, Sean LaPointe, the owner of Mr. Electric of Phoenix Metro. And Sean, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for having me out. Hey, great for having you on the show again. And uh, yeah, it's, this has got to be a trying time for you too, especially with, you know, um, people just 
over you know overtaxing some of their their electric in their homes just um, just to stay cool and 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 live during this summertime. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, one of the biggest concerns for us too is actually for our employees. You know, they're out working in this, and uh, you know we have you know toolbox topic uh, meetings every week regarding safety, and a lot of times we go over heat. Uh, you know, heat uh, Ill- related illnesses. And uh, even with all the training and even with getting these guys to watch out for the signs, there's been a couple of times where we've had to go out and, and uh, you know, basically scrape up an employee and you know, get them somewhere and get them cooled off. <laughs> scrape up an employee. <laughs> I know that, I know that sounds bad to laugh at that, but the, the way you described it, it was, it was, it was a little bit funny, but you know, it, well, again, we use that nomenclature in the, in the meeting. So they're all oh, aware of it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. All right. So, well, oh, yeah. you, know, it, you know, it's, it, it's a serious situation, obviously to be able to go out. And one of the things, places that you, that, um, you want, you want to be able to get people out there early, uh, not just working outside, but working up in attics. I mean, you want oh, to start, you want yeah, to start early. A, we have a, a curfew on attic work. And so we don't, we don't go up in the attics anytime past noon. Um, we've actually brought thermometers up in the attics and just like the support members, you know, the pieces of wood is over 150, 160, 170 degrees. And so hot, you can't even touch it. Oh and yeah. So, you know, you, you can only be up there maybe five or 10 minutes and, you know, start getting evidence of, you know, you know, heat related illness. Yeah, I know our resident home inspector, Dan Hayden, you know, I've heard many stories over the years from him when he had to do home inspections and sometimes he went up into the attic and, and it's, I mean, it gets so hot up there, you know, that, that they could, they could, uh, the heat could kill, uh, uh, you know, bed bugs because 140 huh. degrees sometimes yeah. up there, you know, so it gets yep. to be, yep. it, it's a serious situation. Yep, it sure is. You know, and this kind of heat takes its toll on, on your electrical equipment too, you know, especially your service panel. The, uh, you know, we, we, in Phoenix, we get some fairly decent extremes, you know, we could be in the wintertime, we could be, you know, down to, you know, in the mid thirties and, and in the summertime, we could be in the mid, you know, mid, mid teens, one teens, or maybe even one twenty. you know, like it was a few years back. And, and the issue we have with those kind of temperature extremes is all the metal pieces and parts, including the wiring that's in your service panel, uh, will expand and contract accordingly. And uh, especially, you know, this doubles with aluminum wiring, uh, but even still with copper, you know, those electrical panels, you got to go in there, you know, every once in a while, once a year and do a safety inspection and, you know, get them tuned up and retorked. And, and uh, you know, if you don't do that, then that, you know, it becomes a uh, you know loose connection over time. And the result of that is heat and Unfortunately, the result of that could be, you know, a safety issue. Yeah, I think a lot of times homeowners, you know, they 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 take the electrical part of their home for granted, and they they you know when it's it's there, it's working, and I I really don't think they give it much thought un, unless something, you know, happens where they're experiencing like uh, one of the things that ha- happen a lot uh, during when people overtax their electrical system where circuit breakers start to trip and you know, how many people they just try and go back and uh, and they they keep resetting it or you know i've seen some really strange things and i'm sure you have too where they come back and they take a piece of duct tape and they tape the breaker over so it won't trip i mean that's just you know, like a, a recipe for disaster yeah this is interesting uh, mindset and i ran into this quite recently too where uh, we went to a customer's house we had replaced uh, an air conditioning breaker several years ago and um, you know that um, you know that connection point is the is the 
is the most used, most current flowing through that panel, the point where that AC breaker attaches. And, and this panel was probably 35 years old, maybe almost 40 years old. And it was a, uh, an old, uh, um, an old uh, challenger style, I think it was. And, um, you know, it ended up burning the busing and she's like, well, this is your fault because, you know, you guys put the breaker in three years ago. And I said, well, I've got to be honest with you. This, you know, this, this panel has been here for 40 years and, and, uh, you know, it's had a good run, but it's time for a new one, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, none of my other, you know, neighbors have problems, you know, and I, I, we never had any problems. We never had any. And you looked at the panel, Steve, and you could, you could just, I, there was no way I was going to touch it. It was like, uh, <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, if I even turn off like the main breaker, th- there's a 50, 50 chance. I won't even be able to get it back on again. You know? Oh, wow. And, and what we see, and what we see, and some people, they, they just, they just don't for whatever reason can't get it through their heads. What a, what a danger this is. Um, I had a, a lady that, um, we, we said, look, you know, you really need to replace the service panel. Uh, we showed that there's current going through a wire. The breaker is there to protect the wire, right? And so um, this breaker was not protecting the wire. The wire is becoming overheated. I showed it to her plain as day on the meter. Uh, she says, no, nope, I'm, I'm not going to take care of that right now. And I, I, I begged with this lady. I said, look, if, if you have me do it, or if you have somebody else do it, go get, go get three um, you know, quotes or, or point, of, point of view, whatever. But this is a safety issue. You really got to get it done. And sometimes you have to be firm with customers. No, and I agree. I've seen that with, you know, with people like when, when Dan did the infrareds, he'd turn around and he'd show people where the leaks were, where there's water. I mean, there's, it, it, it shows it as clear as day. Water is blue, dryness and, and heat or orange and red. And they just, it's like they have their head buried in the sand. They refuse to acknowledge the fact that something is wrong and they need to address something and that, um, you know, you need to, you need to trust your professionals. And obviously you have to, tr- Lord knows you've got to trust your electrician because there are too many things that could go wrong with your, uh, electrical system in your home that could really cause you a lot of damage. And then, you know, you won't be calling, you won't be calling Mr. Electric to take care of your problem. You'll be calling your insurance company to take care of your claim because there's going to be damage yeah. to your house and possible fire. This brings up a great point. Steve, we, um, we put in place several years ago, a, um, a basically what we call a home safety checkup and it's an inspection. And, um, basically we go in with the auspice that as the, um, recommended authority, you know, or the, or the prime contractor for, you know, the basically for electrical is what we do. Um, that it's our obligation to make sure that that electrical system safe when we're there. Um, and we've had some, when we do this on every, or at least we offer this on every, you know, every house that we go to. And we've actually had a lot of people go, you know, now I don't need your, I don't need your safety inspection. You're just going to try to sell me something. And, you know, I'm going to be frank. It's a, you know, wouldn't you want to know if you had an electrical problem in your house? You know, what, you know, would you have kids and maybe you don't have any smoke detectors and, you know, there's a, there's a potential here. And, uh, you know, we actually ask for a signature from a client or a customer that refuses the safety inspection. Well, yeah, it's yeah, because it's a liability issue on your end. Sure, right. did, did, did you yeah. advise them that there's something wrong? And I think homeowners like that are they're just they're just thinking that you're going to, like you said, want to sell them something, and you're going to make up something. And well, you here's the proof. You know, here's the proof when something happens. You know, yep. we, we use photographs and all that too, and. Uh, um... You know, I have to, you know, I'm going to be forward too. I'll keep using that name, the number forward of Frank. Um, if we see something wrong in your house, 
we're definitely going to, you know, provide an opportunity to repair it. And we'll give you a cost for that. You know, we can do that right there and then, and we can maybe even resolve the issue right there and then as well. You know, and I'm sure Mel is, you know, with her interior design work, that one of the things that you've got to take into account, especially when you talk about kitchen remodels and things like that, you know, they're going to get new appliances. The first thing that pops into my brain is, okay, can the, can the electrical system that's in the house actually handle all the new appliances? Mel, I'm sure that you've had questions like that or had to bring that to homeowners' attentions, correct? All the time. All the time, especially with the older homes. Yeah, that's definitely an older home. And they turn around and, you know, they think, well, yeah, I'm just, well, you know, they, they don't understand like when you take a, a vent hood out and just say you're putting a microwave in that, well, the electric's there. Well, you know, you need a dedicated circuit for the microwave. You just can't hook it up and expect it to work right because that vent hood probably in an older home was not on a dedicated circuit. It's just linked to maybe your uh, 15 amp outlets for all we know. Yeah, that's valid. That, that, yep. That's actually the case. We do, we do a lot of service calls like that. Hey, my, my, my dining light shuts off when I use the microwave and we, we can tell pretty much what's going on just by that description. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios that, that you, you deduce over the years that uh, when things go bad, that, uh, it's a telltale sign. It's just like when you listen to your car, when you hear certain noises that you don't hear all the time, you know, bells should go off in your head. I know they do in mine. I'm like, oh, oh here's a here's a squeal or, or, or uh, something, something rattling that something that just doesn't sound right that you need to get it checked because before you know it, especially now during the summer, the last things you want is, is your vehicle to go down. And I'm sure that's an issue, obviously, with taking care of maintaining your fleet. Sean, because uh, not just taking care of the the workers to make sure that they're hydrated and and uh, well rested in between taking proper breaks between it when they work outside is the vehicles to get there because the last thing you want is a technician stuck on the side of one hundred and one. Tell you what, Steve, uh, I have a so we have an extra vehicle that's that's it's a, it's a filled up and, and stocked and ladders and ready to go, and it sits at our mechanic place. And so when we have a, a little change or when we have a, a minor issue with the vans, they take it in the electro, the uh, the mechanic, they leave in the other van, and I have that mechanic do a complete full inspection on that vehicle you're absolutely right and if there's anything wrong with that vehicle, we get it fixed right then and there. The last thing I want is some guy on the side of the road. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just yeah. too much. I mean, dealing and dealing with all the the problems that people have with their electrical uh, issues. As plus, you know, when you start hearing things like, okay, let's just say your your appliances are buzzing, they're making noise, and they and they shouldn't, or maybe your power surges uh, during or after power power outages. There's 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 things that you should. Not just say, oh, well, it only happened just now. It'll, you know, let's, those old words I hear from my chiropractor, you know, when you ignore a pain, well, maybe it'll go away. No, it's not going to go away. It's, it's, it's something that happened. And obviously there's a reason for it. And it could happen again. There is definitely. Uh, we see that with uh, intermittent issues where we'll get a call to come out because the lights aren't working. And then we're on the way and we get another call. Oh, you know what? The lights are back on. You don't have to come out. And then at that point, we have to explain to the customer, you know, this could be really serious because if you have an intermittent connection, there's definitely going to be heat related around that. And it could be a safety issue. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. But um, 
we're going to go to break, but, you know, before we hit go to break, you know, Mel and I have had um, some different different uh, things on the show uh, from an entertainment value. And, Mel, you remember we had our uh, millennials on from the uh, – who had their own band that we had them do some music yeah. on the show to give the show a little flavor that one time. Do you remember that? I sure do. Well, you know, we have a, a special uh, – Go to break music from the Johnny City Band. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Boxcar Universe. interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion-meets-design sense to execute timeless interiors, style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, on Facebook at alvainteriorsaz, and on Instagram at alvainteriors. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe. And, you know, Mel, I heard, you know, as the music going into break, you know, the people on the train are rocking. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are rocking. Give it to me, baby. And it's a lot of fun with Johnny City Band. And uh, but we want to get back and talk a little bit more about the uh, some safe summer tips that you know are important when you think about what to do to help you know not use so much energy. You know, and uh, Sean, do you have a list of things that you? I know I've got a list here of things that I'd like to go through, but I'd like to hear some of yours of some of the things that you tell customers that uh, may be on a borderline of getting a new panel. Well, believe it or not, and this may not be so um, um, heat related, um, but when you're getting new air conditioning, uh, sometimes the uh, the existing wiring is not looked at. And so they go, okay, yeah, we'll just go ahead and plop a new fuse in, we'll plop a new unit on here. And they may not be cognizant that maybe the wiring from the old unit isn't strong enough or robust enough to carry the equipment or the or the current of um, the, the new air conditioning. And so that's something that, that, that needs to be looked at. Um, another big one for us is, is electric vehicle charging stations are becoming quite prevalent. Uh, electric vehicles are here to stay. And, um, and the technology for how big these batteries can get is growing and growing. And, and along with that is how much uh, energy is required to charge these large batteries. And sometimes we're talking uh, as much as running one or two air conditioners simultaneously, continuously for eight hours or more. It could be that much power. Wow. And uh, it's pretty extravagant. And uh, yeah, and a lot of times the, the panel is just not up to snuff. And so we're going to have to you know, do that. You know, uh, Another big one is... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, go ahead and finish your thought. 
Oh, another big one for us is um, is um, pool equipment. And you know, wow, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, get my extend my pool into the into the winter months here and, and get a pool heater. And a pool heater is uh, another really big um, power source that runs continuously for a long time. And, um, and so again, you know, sometimes they just throw them right in, and nobody does a load calculation to make sure that the panel's being overloaded. And I'm happy to say that all, all my employees are, you know, they come equipped with load calculations on demand, and we can do it on site while we're there. Oh, that's really important. You know, one, uh, you know, talking about the uh, all the vehicle charging stations in your home, I saw something that seemed to be a little bit scary, knowing what what, what I know. Um, you know, when you talk about you know plugging your car in, okay. Uh, in the complex where I live, there had the uh, there are people that share a garage. Okay, so sometimes when one person leaves, the other car from the other homeowner is still there. Well, that other garage door was open yesterday, and I'm walking by, and I look in the garage, and the car is gone, but the one that's in there has got a charge line hooked up to the <laughs> the outlet that's on the garage door opener. And it's just plugged oh, nice. in, and it's just okay. pl- yeah. it's just plugged in, okay. So they're trying to draw. Probably, I mean, I don't think those garage door openers are they are they supposed to be twenty amp or fifteen? You know, um, um, as a matter of course, lately the building is twenty amp, but it's not a twenty amp dedicated circuit for that garage door opener. It definitely shares some other outlets. Um, the the thing with the charging. Um, Plugging plugging a car charger into that is, you know, the charger can kind of tell what kind of outlets hooked up to it. Does a little test, and it can say, all right, this is just a regular one ten outlet, and we're only going to take a, you know, maybe eighty percent of some of that. But that still eighty percent may not be enough to allow a the door opener to move, or if you got some other items on that circuit that's sharing that, you know, it could be, you know, you could be overloading that circuit as well. Yeah. So and. The, the other byproduct is if you're plugging into that little tiny outlet, it's going to take you four days to charge a long range battery. Yeah, that, that's that was the other thing I was going to bring up. Yeah, yeah it's going to take a longer time to charge your battery. But, uh, you know, some of the other things that you need to be aware of, too, and I think um, a lot of people do who are on uh, certain electrical plants, and these are some of the things that we get into when we talk about solar, But and people are on time and demand, so that they're going to be using uh, – they should be using a lot of their electrical appliances like after 8 p.m. at night. So it might be a good thing to, you know, use your dishwasher, do your laundry at night, and those things that you do. I mean, in in living in an apartment, it, you know, you still have an electric bill. So, you know, it, it pays, or if you live in your home, you pays to use, to follow those rules and just don't, you know, use it anytime you want, especially because you do it during the day. If think about it, if a lot of people do that during the day and they just don't care or follow the plan that they have, they're putting it, they're taxing the, the system. And, and that, that could, that could be, that could, you know, be detriment to your home. It can, you know, Steve, I have a mess thermostats and I actually allow the power company to take those over when, when the grid is, is being um, taxed. And mm-hmm. so they'll let me know. I'll say, hey, we're going to cool down your house as much as we can for the next half hour, 45 minutes. And then we're going to shut these things down for a couple hours. And so, you know, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but, you know, I'd like to feel like I'm doing my part to, you know, keep things from blowing up. Yeah. I mean, it's better than a brownout when you think about it. Yeah. 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 That's definitely that's definitely something that's uh, that's experiencing. Mel, have you experienced any in, in, in your 
building where you are uh, in the high rise, do they ever have any electrical problems that affect the whole building that you've uh, experienced? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's a very old building. Um, I'm going to say yes and no. Um, shockingly enough, the power, um, I've not really experienced too many issues here. I mean, sometimes, you know, during monsoon, we we have had like the power go out. Um, and, and, you know, they have generators that will turn on. Um, but that also limits, uh, like we don't have use of the, uh, elevator. And so that kind of becomes an issue, right? Cause there's people that live here that are in wheelchairs. Um, I would say it's more of the HVAC that this building has problems with, um, than anything. Yeah. I can imagine that that's something, especially when you have that many people in the building that, uh, those units, they, they they just can't fail, but yet sometimes they do, and then you have then you have to experience uh, a lot of discomfort. And like I said earlier, the the elderly are going the people that are going to suffer the most. Right. You know. So yeah, that's really that's really bad. Um, the other thing too is you know a lot of people and I it could be out of sight, out of mind. You know. Uh, that, you know, your ceiling fans, summertime is when you use all, you know, use your ceiling fans. And how many, Sean, how many people did you know that decide that in the wintertime they go up and they get their ladder and they go up and switch the fan to blow, you know, blow up instead of down during the summertime? I I, I don't think anybody that I know does that. I know I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it, it is, you know, they, they take it for it is. It blows down. But, you know. Those are things that are going to, you know, like they say, hot air rises, you know, I mean, so it, it, those are things that, you know, you, you should, uh, should actually be aware of. The other thing, if you want to be green to sustainable, you know, you want to talk about, you know, um, how many people still, you know, I don't know how many are out there, but I'm sure there are homes out there that are still using incandescent bulbs instead of LED lighting, and they haven't made the switch yet. And that's going to be a, um, an energy saver. Yeah, we see that in a lot of uh, commercial you know, places too. Like, wow, look at that. They've still got fluorescent tubes in here. Right. That's right. Yeah. How, many t- yeah, how many times we've taken those down and taken those down in the, the, those old fixtures and uh, – they're just well, and that, and that, well. The only thing good about that was you'd be able to tell if there was a four four bulb fixture. You'd be able to tell how many were out without even removing the grid. <laughs> just I, just because you could I see. Tell you what, we won't even repair and connect anymore. It's like no, you're going to go LED. Yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a great thing. And then you know, before we wrap up, you know, a couple of other things I just want to make sure you know, like for instance, you know, we're talking about circuit breakers popping. Um, you know, you're, uh, the same thing goes for GFCI outlets and some of those, if, if they keep tripping, there's obviously something wrong, uh, in, uh, people, you know, why people love to use multiple extension cords when they can't get something to, to, to run or, or they want to run an extra fan or something. They use multiple extension cords and they're usually zip cord, not regular three wire, uh, extension cords. So, uh, yes, uh, yep, yeah, we see that uh, quite a lot, yeah. And uh, we actually had uh, a, a Benza report from a, a realtor, and we got out there and they uh 
And so thank you very much for your report. Um, well, we're going to go ahead and just leave it as is. And then, you know, a lot of times they just, um, you know, they differentiate the cost from the buyer to the seller. And, and oftentimes, you know, that work never gets, never gets repaired. Yeah. And I like to say that, you know, that we offer to be able to put repairs like that. When we're dealing with the bins report, we can go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll actually put that invoice into escrow as an option for the customer. So, so Mr. Electric, we has all kinds of tricks up our sleeve for making sure everybody's safe. Yeah, that's all we do. Um, speaking of Mr. Electric, how can our listeners contact you? Uh, Mr. Electric, uh, you can you can Google electrician in Phoenix and we'll pop up for sure. Or you can just search directly for MrElectric.com and uh, we'll pop up there as well. Um, the uh, you know phone number for uh, you know for people that want to go around the phone number is 480-503-2426. Right, there you go. Sean, thanks so much for taking time out today. I know you're a busy guy and um, hope you enjoyed our musical interlude. I did. <laughs> okay, good. And uh, we'll be in touch soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Sean. All, right. All righty. We'll see you. That sounds great. All right. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, you know, summer is here, and I'm sure a lot of you are thinking about, well, you know, if I only had a pool, well, and they may not even know where to go, what to look, you know, and you go on the internet and you find a whole bunch of things on there, but then you still don't have somebody that you could trust and talk to about your pool. Well, we've got your answer today. We've got Matt Walton from Contain Your Pools here to share his vision about your next affordable container pool. And that's for you, your neighbors, and for everyone. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to Boxcar Universe. Hi, I'm Sean with Mr. Electric, and I have a tip to help make your life better. One important reminder is to call a qualified electrician when you have frequent problems with blowing fuses or tripping circuit breakers. When a circuit breaker trips or a fuse blows, it's indicating that you have a problem with some other part of the circuit. If your breaker trips more than once, you should have a qualified electrician come out and take a look at it. Contrary to what may be acceptable, you really shouldn't try to continuously try to reset the breaker because there may be a problem somewhere else down the circuit and you could be causing a fire hazard. There could be a loose connection or some other form of problem on the circuit, and every time you reset the circuit breaker, it could be causing a spark at the other end. We recommend having a qualified electrician come out and check on the condition of the circuit, and make sure that the circuit does not have any problems, and it could just be a bad breaker also, but you definitely want to have a qualified electrician check that out. To have someone come out from our team may only take a portion of a day, but it could potentially save you a lot of money or your life. And that's just another way Mr. Electric has the power to make your life better. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe here. The beginning of summer in the uh, Valley of the Sun and all over this great land of ours, and one of the things that we do during the summer is uh, it's time to get in that pool. And a lot of you out there, you know, um, maybe maybe have gone through the, the winter and been talked about pools, and I, we need to get one, and... You know, maybe they're not that cool about, you know, having their yard tor torn up for three months and all that other stuff. And then it's just like, you know, here we are and uh, it's going to be hot in the next two, three months. And, you know, 
you're going to have to go go to a lake, go to go to a public pool or something. When you could have had a little bit of planning, you could have had a fabulous container pool. And with us today is Matt Walton from Contain Your Pools. Matt, how are you today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Great. Great to have you on the show again. And uh, uh, Mel, we're going to put the show on hold. Let's go jump in the pool for a few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, right. Let's go. Let's go. Matt's got one ready in the showroom, so we'll be able to go up there and see. We need to visit to Vegas again anyway. But uh, Matt, tell us a little bit what's happening. You know, know, we were up there in January and, you know, there are a lot of things going on. You were going through some some growing up there with your company. And um, what's been happening up in uh, Contain Your Pools world? Well, a lot. We um, uh, production has increased. Um, we've made a lot of adjustments just in our facility itself. Uh, but when it comes to the products, um, we've we've narrowed down some options um, uh, just on the colors of fiberglass, and uh, we've been fine tuning our marketing strategies, and and uh, um, we've actually added a new product to the line. So um, uh, we now have our eight by twenty. Um, and of course, our eight by forty. Um, that's what we've always had. And then we just introduced an eight by thirty, um, and we have uh, two of those under construction right now. Actually, one of them is an eleven and a half by thirty. It's a custom build, um, but very excited about that. Yeah, eleven and a half by thirty. That should be really interesting. So it's like, like, uh, like almost like one and a half in width. Yeah. Yeah, and the cool thing about this one is is it's got um, uh, you know so we're we're we do fiberglass so we have a fiberglass mold that it's that it's that our fiberglass is shot onto that creates the actual pool itself, um, and that is still an eight by twenty, um, but then to fill up the rest of the container we have a pre-built spa on the other side, and then in between the pool and the spa we have decking. Uh, about three and a half feet of decking and that decking acts as a lid that you can lift up and uh, crawl down some stairs on the wall inside the container to access the equipment for both your pool and your spa. Now that is, yeah, that model is on the website and uh, that's one of the ones that uh, we took a look at and it looks, it it's, it's one of the ones that I know I would love to get when I get my new house again is to be able to have, that put in because it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. How many times have you come home from, from work at night and you're like, Oh, you know, I really, you know, if I, you know, you, you don't want to go to the, to the gym or maybe where they do have a spa or, or a sauna or something like that. And would be great if you had a, um, a, you know, a, um, a spa right there so that you could just jump in and uh, just, you know, unwind a little. I know when I had my custom home several years ago, I had one of the ones that we got that was, uh, uh, I think it was a like a six by six spa that was, uh, that you could buy a purchase and just hook, hook up and add water. And it was great to come home and be able to do that. So there's a lot to be said about, you know, having your own pool and your spa right on your property and, uh, it opens up a lot of things, not just for personal pleasure, but for entertaining, which would be, Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be a great feature. But Absolutely. Uh, what are some of the things like, for instance, somebody's interested in the pool when you, when you sit down and you want to talk about designing your pool? I know on the website, you've got uh, your section about 
design your pool. But just for some of our listeners on the podcast who may not be listening on their PC, maybe they're listening on their phone or something, what are some of the things that, um, you know, are included uh, in, you know, a standard pool? So we have, obviously, you have your your container, um, you have your fiberglass shell, uh, then you have one 11 kilowatt electric heater, you have a variable speed pump that is controlled on a digital screen on your container and also through an app on your phone. Um, and then it comes with uh, uh, the ceramic insulation um, that we coat the inside of your container with um, that just aids in that year round swimming. Um, and then, uh, some of the, so that, that's, that's what comes standard. You have your pump and your control system. Obviously your light is on there as well. I didn't mention that, uh, your skimmer and your filter, um, and your controls. You know, and though, and those are pretty, pretty standard things. And then you obviously you always have things that for, for upgrades, if you want, depending on, um, you know, obviously your budget and things like that, and we'll get into that. Uh, in a little bit later because we want to talk about cost involved in doing that. But um, how, what's the average time in building a container pool? So we're with, with a window, we're at about 12 weeks without a window. We're about eight weeks. Um, but that being said, uh, I'm actively changing that. Um, we are uh, building a couple right now um, just to have ready to go because we're seeing an increase in demand for like right now. Um, and so um, so that's about to change um, uh, here pretty soon. If you call in or, or make an inquiry on our website, um, we will have some pools already ready to go that then can be uh, painted to your the container will be painted to, uh, to your your liking. And uh, then we'll do the equipment uh, and all of the plumbing. Um, but that will cut my build times down significantly. Uh huh. Well, yeah, that's 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 significant. You know, one of the things that um, that I had seen was the that we got a lot of uh, interest in is the eight by twenties that people can just you know actually they would you know in on a shall we say not a huge piece of property, but maybe for a smaller piece of property, but still has a, a decent sized backyard An eight by 20 would be perfect to be able to put in. Um, you know, I think, I think only one person that I've talked to Matt had some reservations about putting it in their backyard. And, you know, it was, I, I guess for somebody who doesn't know and know the system on how things get done, they were afraid that, when I told them that they would have to, we would have to crane over the pool to put it on their spar and place it on, you know, a pad, they were afraid that it would fall and fall into their home, huh. which, yeah. which, you know, I could see that, you know, when they, uh, when it is up that high, you know, but obviously that's something that, you know, is, uh, is something that I would think uh, pretty much standard, you know, when you're putting in backyard, when you're on the street. It is. Yeah. And uh, I apologize. You can hear my phone going off in the background, but, uh, but yes, no, that ready. is standard. Um, we have, um, um, we can also forklift it in um, if that's, if, if your backyard allows. Um, but that being said, your, your container is uh, the, the actual crane we use is plenty big enough to support the weight of the container itself. Um, and then obviously it's strapped into the, um, uh, to the crane itself. So, 
Um, so, so there's, there's really, I, I, I completely understand it. Um, but we take every precaution to ensure that you're protected, um, along with insurance. So, um, so, so we, and, and the crane company are all fully insured. Um, but we, uh, we, we've had a lot of, a lot of success and it's actually a really cool process to see the pool come over, come over your house. So something that we need to film, <laughs> that would be yeah, cool. We do. That would yeah. be cool. Uh, definitely, definitely something to be really interesting, but, um, we're going to take a short break where we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little more with Matt from container pools, and we're going to talk, um, some, uh, frequently asked questions about container pools along with some pricing and some warranties. So I want everybody to stay tuned. You're listening to boxcar universe. Stardust Building Supplies is your home improvement thrift store. Find salvaged and gently used cabinetry, doors, windows, appliances, lighting, plumbing, and much more. Save money, be green, and support the community. Shop and donate at Star Building Supplies' three valley locations. For more info, visit stardustbuilding.org. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe, and it's it's uh, Contain Your Pools Day with Matt Walton. He's here with us talking about uh, his uh, wonderful, fabulous container pools that he builds. And, uh, you know, uh, I think, you know, container pools and, and other things that people use containers for, it, just, it never ceases to amaze me how ingenious certain people are where they can take something that is, has been used to transport, you know, uh, different types of, you know, materials and, and, and different kind of products and stuff that is just now all of a sudden, like everybody used to think years ago that the containers, well, you know, we can't use them anymore. They're just going to sit here and rust away where people have turned around and started finding ways to use them in a lot of different ways. Container pools is obviously something that's really, really interesting. And the thing that I like about it is that you can, you know, if you need a container pool, first of all, you don't have to have your yard ripped up for three months. Okay. You could figure out where you want to be able to put the container. And then obviously, you know, any electric that you need run, you can get a slab poured, you could get the electric all stubbed out right near there. So this way you have everything that you need. And then when the container is ready for delivery, it just comes, they crane it over, they put it on there and it's like, oh, they hook it up. And it's like, it, hey, it's pool time. It There's no there's no construction going on on your property and you got to redo your yard or landscaping and stuff like that. Once you get that pad down, it's just a matter of, okay, let's just wait for the container to be delivered and away you go. And then when you're done, if you want to move, how cool is it? Yeah, I'm moving. I'm taking my pool. You can take your pool and move to your new piece of property if you want. It's, it's, it's a, it's a great way to be able to, um, 
you know, just say, well, I used it. Now I have to sell it with the property. You could take it with you if you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's very and good. I like that. It's mobile. Yeah. You know, but, um, tell us a little bit. Okay. So, um, how many years are they warrantied for Matt? So we have, um, up to three years. Um, we have a one to three year warranty, um, just on different, different aspects of the pool. So some of your equipment is warranted up to three years, um, down to one year. Um, your fiberglass shell is going to be two years and then your actual container itself is going to be three years. Um, and so, uh, um, and then if you end up into a window, your window is warranted for one year. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's our warranties and we're, we're actively as we learn and as we grow in the business, um, that's something that's going to be changing and, uh, and improving. So we're, we're, we're actively, um, looking into improving on all of our warranties as well, but that's what we have available at this time. You know, what I like about the container pool that you do is that, yeah, that they do, you do do a fiberglass insert. You know, I've seen, uh, pictures of, of container and companies that actually, you know, use the inside of the container and they just waterproof it. And, but it just doesn't look as good as a fiberglass insert. And at the same time too, I would tend to believe that the using the inside of the container without the insert is there could be a more propensity for leaks, which is something obviously nobody wants with any kind of pool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, a huge benefit to, to what we do. I mean, we're, we're the only company in the U S that does a fiberglass insert and uh, yeah, you have that barrier in between your, your, uh, your actual water in your container. That's uh, that not only um, that provides a barrier for the rust or for um, um, uh, just the, the heat or the cool, um, uh, of the elements outside, but it has insulation that's built in into the fiberglass. And then, um, on the inside wall of the container, we have the ability to do some insulation as well. So, um, so yeah, we're, we, we love our, our fiberglass shell. It's, it's, it's awesome. It has a lot of benefits and, uh, and in the, the lifetime of it is, uh, is, is beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, and it, and I would imagine with the insulation that's in there, it also, uh, allows, for, you know, when you decide when, or I should say when a homeowner wants to have their pool buried in the ground, whether it be completely or only partially, maybe on a hillside, that it's going to add some insulating value into being that it's in the ground. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Plus you have, you know, if we do get into burying them, fully burying or partially burying, which we can, um, we would put a product on the outside of the container and then we would paint the container. Well, we would paint the container first and then go over that with a product that's going to protect it from the elements um, and just protect your, your metal container. And then we would still on the inside of the container have the insulation and of course your fiberglass shell. So um, it is a, it really sets up for a, a year round, a great year round uh, a swimming pool. Yeah. And uh, I know with uh, here in the, uh, the Phoenix area, there are several different companies that are manufacturing container homes to build container communities. And I'm sure that, um, you know, thinking about this, um, I'm not positive, but it's something probably to look into the fact that if you are going to build a container community and some of the people that I know Mel and I've talked with over the last several months where they want to build, um, a, 
a container community with maybe with different models, obviously to be um, like a uh, almost like a community that is self-contained, where they have a clubhouse, they have a workout area, and and they can have a pool. And obviously, if you have container homes, why not have a container pool? Exactly. Makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and we're talking about different use of containers before, you know, Mel, I, I found online and I have to check this out in my travels. Okay. Did you know that there is a Dunkin' Donuts back out in East Mesa on Power Road that was made out of a container and it's completely done? I saw pictures of it online. I have to go. I actually put a call into the the uh, the manager out there. I haven't heard back from him yet, but I would love to have him on the show and talk about how that all came to be. Because again, people using containers for different types of uh, uses. I mean, it's just for diff- these different things that you. It's just it's just simply amazing. Um, I love that. Uh, I love that Duncan's doing that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty cool, and and you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be used for commercial business. Could be used, or I should say, for residential business, could be used for commercial businesses as well. And I think that's uh, it, one of the things I know uh, for our listeners who maybe not have heard uh, previous shows that we've had Matt on, but you know, um, some of the containers that uh, he makes, obviously, uh, he works with different people that need therapy. And uh, some of the, some of these homeowners that need therapy in the in pools for, you know, what the doctor prescribes, whether whatever ailment they do have, this is a this is a perfect thing for them to have in their home where they don't have to go out and get therapy. They can actually have the uh, the pool in their home to be able to do therapy. It's amazing. Yeah, it's just it's pretty amazing. But um, so tell us a little bit about Met about some some pricing and uh, some financing that people can use, yeah, you know, when they're looking to get a container pool. Yeah, so um, so our pricing, our eight by twenty prices start at uh, forty four nine, and uh, and again that comes included with everything and need need to get going. I mean, I I, I specifically did um, our eight by twenties and our eight by thirties and forties. Uh, to not need to add anything unless you're in maybe a a cooler climate, you may want to change your heater. Um, but you don't need to add anything, anything other than that, or, or maybe some therapy systems or some fun systems that you want to add to your pool. Um, and then our, our eight by 30 and eight by 40, um, start at 62, nine. So, uh, 62, five, excuse me. And, um, um, all of your upgrades outside of that are what you just mentioned. We have therapy systems that range from, swim systems, uh, to bikes in your pool, to uh, treadmills in your pool. Um, and those are, those are very, very common. So that that is, we have two, two swim systems, one of them more for your experienced swimmer, the other for your more casual swimmer. Um, but that is, that is our, um, our upgrades when it comes to therapy systems. And then of course we have different heater options, different uh, purification options as well. And, uh, one that I'd do want to mention is um, we started offering a, a system that uh, is is 95% plus uh, chemical free, and um, it is a feels like you're swimming in river water. Um, it is it's an incredible incredible system. So um, that is an upgrade as well. 
Um, but it is, it is very, very, very popular. I would say, uh, just like our windows, we're about 90% of our, our clients are going with that, with that system and, uh, and loving it. That's great. And uh, obviously the, 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 having the, the window aspect on the side, if they're placing it on their property is a pretty cool feature because your, your family and your friends can actually see the other people swimming in the pool and, uh, makes for a great photo. I can tell you that. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Very modern. Yeah, it looks really cool. What about the financing? If somebody wants to get a, yes. a pool, how can they go about doing that? Yeah. So we have, if you go to our website, um, go to containyourpools.com. That's containyourpools.com. And then scroll all the way down to the bottom of the first page landing page, and you'll see financing available. Um, HFS Home Improvement Loans is the first one. And then we have uh, Loan Pros. Um, they would be the second one. Um, and I, I would start with HS, HFS. Um, and uh, I've had, had several clients just have great success with them. Um, so that's where I would start. That's great. And so really, when you think about it, there's no real reason why anybody obviously and then obviously i'm sure they have to have um we'll say we'll say decent credit fair credit to be able to qualify but that's something that will probably be on an individual basis so i would encourage all our listeners to be able to who are interested in that to uh contact matt and let him know um what you'd like to put on your property but matt tell our listeners how they could contact you yeah. And just, just one more point um, sure. on the, on the loan side um, for our base model um, that's, that's priced at 44.9, the lowest payment you could get is about $347 and 84 cents a month. So just as an FYI um, and it's, it's no stage funding, no equity, no money down uh, direct to consumer terms up to 40 or 20 years, excuse me, um, and personal loans. So um, uh, how you can contact me is, is uh you can find us on Instagram. Uh, that's at contain your underscore pools. Um, you can find us on TikTok as well um, at contain your pools. Uh, there's no underscore on that one. Um, you can find us on YouTube. That is at contain your pools. Um, and again, it's contain you are. Um, and then, of course, our website contain your um, Or you can email me at Matt, M-A-T-T at C-U-R um, and then all of my, all of our phone numbers and all of that is on every single, uh, platform that I just mentioned, but, uh, just for listeners that are maybe driving, um, or may, maybe, uh, may not be driving, excuse me. Um, don't write this down if you're driving. Um, but 702-444-7664 is the, uh, is our, our telephone number. That's really great. Matt, thanks. Always good information as usual. And, uh, always wishing you much success with, uh, your company, the things that you do, and it's it's great working with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, same as you, man. God bless. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, that that's going to be a wrap for the show today. And uh, Mel, any closing thoughts? Oh, I just was going to uh, say to Matt, um, you know, Vegas market is coming up uh, end of July, so maybe I'll have an opportunity to stop by and see the factory. Oh, it's it's a great place to go come visit. Great, <laughs> great. Okay, yeah, come on. Okay, all right. Perfect swimming time. <laughs> get Absolutely. The, get the pool ready. <laughs> Got it. Great. Thanks, Matt. All right. All right see you. 
Thanks for, thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening to Boxcar Universe. You know, we are your source for cutting edge information on container homes and container pools. And uh, if you are interested in obviously uh, either one of those, you could always contact Matt directly, or you could always email Mel or I at uh, boxcarliving at gmail.com or Steve at boxcaruniverse.com. And uh, you can always hear us on your favorite podcast player. And always remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you.